hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online about technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you and welcome. Thanks for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 212, and we are here live in the uh, Tech Guide studio this evening uh, as we bring you the latest news and technology from the week. My name's Trevor Long, and joining me each and every week from techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick, good afternoon, good evening. Good day, Trevor. Good to see you in the Tech Guide studios. I've cleared a little space for you. I hope, you, uh, <laughs> hope you're happy with Among your... all of your review products, which are piled to <laughs> the ceiling, lot, there a lot he's here. cleared out a pathway for me into the room yes. and then a place for me to sit, which is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Oh, whenever you ask me, look, I'm going to come over to do the podcast, so I'm thinking how long it's going to take me to tidy up. That's the first thing I think of. <laughs> totally. Well, listen, that's, so, why, yeah. that's why you come to my joint once in a blue moon, because we've got three little kids still. Uh, we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au each and every week. We'll tell you more about them shortly. Let's get into the latest in tech. Well, pretty hard not to have a, a podcast that covers the week in tech without pretty much being dominated, but we do have other news, uh, but dominated mainly by Apple. So this is the annual Worldwide Developers Conference. It happens every June in San Francisco, and uh, Tim Cook has a, an opening keynote, essentially, to what is a, it's a huge show. I mean, let's just quickly talk about the show. This is a developers conference. It's for the people that have been making apps for years. It's for the people that have made the 100 billion apps that have been downloaded now yeah. uh, from the Apple app. Store, um, they get to go along and basically there's sessions every day with different uh, experts from Apple and you can basically learn how to make better apps, uh, yep. get advice from Apple on your apps and it's a really important thing for developers in terms of getting that connection to Apple, isn't but it, it? It is, yeah. It's the 26th Worldwide Developers Conference they've held and you've got you to remember that the developers are, are now the lifeblood of the company, especially mm. especially when since they introduced the, the iPhone, now the iPad, now Apple Watch. These people are the the masters of of making these products better. With, and the, re- and the reason it's good for Apple too is because they're also a revenue stream. So Apple announced 100 billion app downloads, but they also announced 30 billion has been uh, given in checks to to developers. Now yep. let's be clear: what that means also is about 10 or 12 billion has gone Straight into Apple's, Apple's pockets. Exactly so right. so it's good yeah, for yeah. Apple. It's good for developers. Absolutely, and, and that's why they do it. So yeah, but <clears throat> you think you think of the App Store as only what seven years old, and yeah, it's it's given developers a, such an easy path to market now. Like, yeah. uh, but what 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 did we do before that? You have to go into the shop and buy a disc and hope people bought it. I now, mean, exactly. now it's it's out there instantly. Think about the cost of making a, a piece of software, a program, as we used to call them. Uh, you had to have packaging, you had to have yeah. distribution, you had to had to get into Harvey Norman or somewhere like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you had stock that would sit there unsold. Now with digital downloads, it's a whole world easier. Mm-hmm. So each and every year for the last few years, it's it's where we, we absolutely know that we're going to get an update yeah. from the company, which we didn't really get this time. It was, it was no. such a busy he show. He just said, what did he say? Everything's going great. Everything's going great. update. And I'll be honest, yeah. my first thought to that was, oh yeah, you don't want to tell us all the numbers, eh? Yeah, you well, know, he, normally I, I was waiting of, for that. There was a bit of, you know, Android bashing and stuff. They still did the Android bashing. Um, yeah. They talked about the iOS 
iOS oh, adoption, the adoption stuff rate like that. and Windows. But uh, you've just pointed to your watch. Yeah, I, well, agree. I was I hoping think... they would say, well, we've sold 5 million Apple Watches. But they didn't because yeah. they have because they have stock and they've had, had a struggle to get them to market. So every year they talk about a couple of key things. Firstly, they talk about a, the next generation for a Mac operating system, yep. next generation for the mobile, iPhone and, and, and uh, tablet uh, operating system, and then there's sometimes an announcement, a new product, a new, new Mac, a new, new phone, whatever it might be. So let, let's go through them kind of step by step. Um, OS ten, the the Mac operating yes. system. This is the operating system that lives on your MacBook, your MacBook Air, your iMac. Yes. Um, and 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 this is the this is the operating system which two years ago became Mavericks. It went yes. away from being the the animals, the the snow leopards, the leopards, yes. and all those things. It went into Californian uh, locations. Mavericks being a really popular beach, and then it went to Yosemite last year, yep. which is a huge national park. This year, really interestingly, <laughs> I think it's not a different place. It's it's a part of Yosemite, so yes. it indicates straight away that it's a an incremental update. It's yes. not a revolutionary update. When I first heard the name and Craig Federighi, who's the El well, Capitan, yeah, I I thought because he makes a bit of a funny story about how they come up with the names, and when when he announced that, I thought that can't be the name. That's <laughs> no, a joke. That's right. I'll and be. then and then he explained, well, you know, to to get to find the answer, we had to look within, which mm. meant within Yosemite. It sounded like the Da Vinci Code now, where all these things we've got to work out. And El Capitan is a rock formation inside Yosemite. Which is basically so, like calling a, an, yeah. an op, one operating system Kosciuszko and the next one yeah. Jindabyne. I mean, you know, it's all <laughs> threadbow. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a place within Yosemite. So it's an incremental update. And I've got to be honest... Uh, not much of it jumps out at me. Um, yeah. You know, little little incremental things. Not bad. I mean, simple stuff like the the spotlight search is a little bit deeper now, and mm. it's a bit more suggestive and, and, and stuff. And all all the Windows narcs are going to say, oh, you know, the sharing, the snapping, the, the snapping. Apps. This is actually a really that's, important that's feature, win- though. That's Windows. But Windows have 8 had that, and Windows yeah. Seven. It's been there for a while. Your, your control or Alt mm. Tab with the left, and it snaps a, a mm. program to the left or right side of the window on a twenty-seven inch iMac. This is a really useful feature because then it means you can drag your window yeah. to the left, another window to the right, and you've actually got full separation. Mm-hmm. So I actually think it's a great feature. The best feature, though, to me is the update to Safari. Yes. Which adds pinning, really good tabs. tabs. So you can yeah. pin your tabs. Two, two key features for me. You can pin your tabs, and it's kind of like setting your home tab. So you've got your Facebook, your Instagram, your, your Twitter, uh, maybe your mail as pin tabs, mm-hmm. and they open every time you open Safari. But they don't and, open and they're as up, big. They're updating in the background, by They're updating too, in the background. So, they don't open as yeah. big, wide tabs. They're just yeah. the logo. Well, like, I always keep all my tabs open. Open here because now you can pin them to the left of the tab bar. But, yeah, and uh, they, they take up less space, and they're they're regularly in the same spot, mm. which is another thing. You know, your your, your Facebook or something might get yeah. pushed along to the side. And they're bringing gestures into mail as well, so similar to your phone. Into mail. Like, I mean, who's going to use that, that? If that? If there's one criticism I got for, and we're both like, I'm a Mac user, you're a Mac user too. If there's one criticism I got for the for Mac system is the mail is terrible. Oh, see, As an application, the Apple Mail is really poor. I don't use it. I just use Gmail. Yeah. It's, it's, there's yeah. no, nothing better than just know, using I, Gmail. I sometimes use Outlook, but the, it's so hard to find things. And when, you know, when you've got a big, uh, a big thread of emails, yeah. it's really hard to read. Like, I'm waiting for them to give it an overhaul. And it didn't come this time, unfortunately. It's a good but point, so, actually. It is yeah. it is lacking. The other thing, um, it's a simple little thing, but and you'd notice in Chrome, for example, when audio plays in an annoying website, you didn't know a little speaker appears. Well, now they've added a mute button to the whole browser, so yes. doesn't you don't have to even look for where's where the that, audio where's is coming that from. Audio coming from? You just click the mute button yeah. and mutes everything. To be honest, that's about all I remember from El Capitan well, as an update. The other the other thing is improved mission control, so you can create different desktops really easy for different mm. tasks. So, which I think is an underutilized feature yeah, of OS ten. If you've got a crowded desktop, you've got a lot of windows open, especially with a twenty seven inch iMac, you tend to do that. I True, know, totally. I do. Um, and 
the you can, you can also now sign up to the beta program again as well. Like yeah, so they're doing a be public beta again. September. They yeah. did that last year. They did yeah. a public beta. You can sign up and you and, can and it'll be, be part of it. Ju- next next month, it'll it'll be available. Yeah. yeah, so that's El Capitan. That's that's the latest uh, OS ten operating system. Um, and again, it'll be a free update um, okay. yeah, later this year. Probably more importantly, though, iOS nine. Now, this is uh, again, I think, another incremental update. I mm. think the biggest update we've had in recent time, I think, was seven. Seven six to seven was massive. Totally different design, flat design. Eight mm. was solid. It was, was a solid fifty percent upgrade. Nine is I like a twenty percent. Like OS, like El Capitan, it's another incremental. It could easily update. be called eight point five. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I think or the 8S. biggest biggest part of it, I think, is this new news app. Which oh is, yeah, look, which is like uh, people saying, "Oh, hello, Flipboard," which yeah. is similar. To, Flipboard, Flipboard Zite, aggregates Prismatic. from social social these, media. These are apps that that are smart. They learn yeah. what you read. They learn about you, and they they aggregate content from sites yeah. around the world. Well, what, what this that will do though, and typical Apple, they'll design it so it looks gorgeous. It'll mm. it'll bring in all your all your different feeds and all that. It'll look really nice as a magazine style, but mm. still have that digital element. So here's course. my well, let's just keep on the news for a minute before we talk about a couple of other features. I think this is a really interesting thing for the future of media. Okay, mm. so you think about a, a publisher, and let's let's talk small. Let's talk EFTM. Let's talk Tech yeah, Guide. Yeah. Um, I don't mind people reading my content anywhere, but because I'm I'm lucky, mm. I'm not actually trying to monetize EFTM. I just like people reading my stuff. Mm-hmm. You're you're trying to make money out of Tech yeah. Guide. There's advertising. It's there. my living. Those yeah. advertisers mm-hmm. are not going to appear in the news app. Yeah, I know. So mm. I think it's a really interesting thing that mm. Apple needs to address because I don't want it's, to be able to just put banner ads or something at the bottom. Mm. I want I want to be able to integrate, uh, you know, a site takeover and, and branding because that's yep. the way I want to treat clients on well, the website. It so, also reminds me, and I'll sort of just digress slightly, about what Facebook are offering too. Mm. Facebook are offering, and, and some big publishers are welcoming this because it's great for their brand, but... What Facebook is offering to do is actually host content on Facebook. So That's if right. you like someone taking my story yeah. and Facebook says, oh, we're going to include it as part of our feed, mm. but it's going to sit on Facebook. You don't get a click out of it. No. It's still your content. You, you'll be able to see how many people read it on Facebook. Yeah. And they've done that with video. So, for example, I, I did a video this week with Jaguar and uh, I put it on YouTube. But I'll also put it on Facebook because I like the, the native video aspect mm. of Facebook. Now, the, if someone goes to YouTube and sees it's had 20 views, but you've, like I did a, a video with BMW recently. It's mm. got like 100 views on YouTube. 6,000 yeah. on Facebook, though, yeah. because you've got a count there. But it's an but aggregation But you don't get anything out of that. I don't get, well, I do because I, I get the views and I get the metrics and I get the algorithm through, but, through yeah, but Facebook. But in terms but of money, in terms of you can't make it. No. If it's on YouTube, you're making money. It. That's right. But if it's on Facebook, and, you're getting eyeballs, not money. And this, to me, is an interesting thing because you think mm. about – so I looked at this and I went, the Daily Telegraph spent millions probably building their app mm. or, or the Australian and all these – but they can now just integrate the content here. They could have saved heaps of money. But how do they you're monetize right. it? Is, is, there's no, there'll be no advertising. How do they monetize yeah, it? So like, that's, like, that's an interesting thing. I can't thing. see that on there anyway. I, don't I know think if it that's will be option. excellent because yeah. oh, algorithms yeah. about what you learn and what you, what you read is excellent. Now, I'll tell you my um, – you, maybe you can talk about Siri in a minute, but the number one thing that I rec- jumps out at me about iOS 9 is, is for the iPad, actually. Yes, um, the two things. The Two things. The, the, the keyboard, you can now – you'll be able to use the keyboard as a trackpad. So mm. you put two fingers down on the keyboard and you basically move the cursor yeah, around when you're in a document. That's yeah. very smart. And but secondly – You know what? And that, but that, that, should have, that should have been, I think, introduced last year. Like even split we, – we were – like one of the things I wrote a pre-WWDC story last year – predicting 
split screen which is what they've introduced this year so yeah. you know apple have always said you can multitask you can double tap the home button and see the other apps that open yeah. now you can actually have two screens mm. you can have your messages on one side or your notes or whatever and a web browser on the other and you can actually split the screen mm. properly down the middle and there's two active apps yes now sure that's not going to work on an ipad one or two back then and that's why they didn't do it but yeah. they had to get the processing it only power worked on right. the ipad air apparently ipad air 2 It'll work on the multitasking. Oh, really? That's yep. not even going back. Said split view will work on the iPad Air two. And you can so that, you think about that. That's yeah. That's only only, the, only the less the than very a year old. Latest, yeah. Yes. So that's that just shows how yet much hardware the, and graphics performance is required to do that. Yet the iOS nine is available back the, to the, the iPad, iPad two. Four, but they'll also go back to the iPhone four S, and it's really light up. It's only what one point four gig compared to like three point five for iOS yeah, eight. Yeah. So they're kind it's of basically giving with one hand and taking away with the other, but uh, I think if you've got an iPad Air 2, happy days, because you're going to get all those latest features. Mm. But uh, I, what I like too is the, well, a couple of things I'll talk about is, uh, first of all, is notes. Mm. Now, I, I use notes a fair bit, and it's just, just type it just out, text, out stuff, words yeah. and numbers. Now you can be able to draw little pictures with your finger, mm. which I think, you know, Steve Jobs will be thinking, you know, you... you He'll never have a style. He'll never have a stylus. So they're sticking true to his word. This will where be huge for stylus manufacturers. There's the stylus there. I'm using my index finger. and Co will be loving this. <laughs> uh, but you can also create checklists. So add images and things like that. So it does make taking notes. You can add images. A little it, bit it makes it a richer experience yeah, and, and, and URLs and all that. So yeah, and, yeah. And, and of course then that they're all available across all your iCloud devices. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, Siri as well is. Now I find this gonna this is gonna be a really good feature. Siri already, of course, you know, find me who who is the first prime minister of Australia. It'll come back with the answer. How tall is Mount Kosciuszko? Edmund Barton was the first prime minister. You didn't know that? Yeah, no, I was Edmund just Barton. You. Come on, mate. <laughs> Highest mountain in Australia, Mount Kosciuszko, all this sort of stuff. But now you can say to it, find me all the photos that I took with Trevor in Las Vegas. And it'll find oh, all the. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? Wouldn't it be awesome if, if she came back and said, Stephen, what, what happens, happens in Vegas? Vegas? <laughs> we should suggest that to that them. That is great. That's yes, that'd be funny. Siri's got a sense of humor. But she's basically becoming contextually yeah. smart. But how like, I've got like 9,000 pictures on my phone hmm. trying to find an image. Impossible. I think I knew where I was. I knew where I was. I just don't we're, know We're about to enter a new age with images, yeah. with Google Photos launching, and with this, I think in the next kind of 18 months, we'll see some really smart stuff happen with images. So, yeah. for example, I think not only will we be able to say, you know, find me photos at the beach, and it'll use location, I think it'll use graphical um, uh, computing. So it'll say, well, that's sand, and that's water. That's a beach photo. Do you know what I mean? It'll yeah. actually forget... Any metadata, it'll actually read the photo. It also it? reminds me of uh, we were we were at Tech World a couple of weeks ago, and they had remember one of the announcers was Cortana working with, with uh, the Find Reach, It, we, we, Reach It, or Reach It, yeah, yep. the Lenovo's technology, yep. and that it too said Same find thing. me the file that I worked on at Starbucks. Similar kind of Siri, deal here Siri, Siri here, and a good Android fanboy will tell you Siri here is becoming a little bit Google now. Google now is excellent, but it's just poorly used. I mean, not a lot of people use it, let's, let's be honest. Um, so for Siri to jump ahead and have that kind of recommendation-style approach, is rather than just giving you question and answer, mm. she's now going to suggest things. She's going to suggest apps. She's going to suggest a whole mm. bunch of things. So it's a bit more intuitive, which sort mm. of leads us to the proactive assistance. So yes. it'll tell you now, if it knows you've got an appointment in 45 minutes, it'll say, you know what, you need to get moving to make it on time. Or you know, which, next, which last time you were of, here, you were listening to music and you were talking, Trevor and you know she kind of stuff. does that now, right? Mm. Because if I swap, and people probably don't know, but this. that's if, if the I notifications. Was, I know, yeah, but, yeah. but so you can see the smarts already there. Right now, it would take you thirty nine minutes to drive home. Yeah. That's what this thing's telling me, and and I haven't but asked. No, but it it'll then it'll but rather than just it being there w- waiting for you to find that information, 
it's going to now tell you. It'll tell you that. Um, The maps as well have been uh, improved with Metro Transit information. I don't think it's going to be in Australia straight away. I don't know about that. I was I looked on Google the other day. for for a route from one place to another, and I know it, I know it gave me another option. It has like another another route you can take, yeah. and I clicked on that, and that was a public transport. It had and it had multi multimodal mm. bus, train, bus. So I, the information exists. So I don't Within think it Australia, will be long yeah, yeah. before um, Apple has that, and I mm. think that's disappointing for people like TripView because bloody good apps, and I'm not sure how they survive in that world. Yeah. And also, uh, just on the battery as well, they're saying that iOS 9 is a bit of a sleeker system, which will be less of a strain on the battery, could add about another hour of battery life. But they've also introduced low power mode. So, so, uh, Samsung had it on their Galaxy 5 and 6. And it's also on the watch, it's on Apple Watch. Uh, and now it's going to be on iOS 9. Which basically means that, so the extra hour is going to be big, and they didn't play that up too much, which is good. I think it's smart. But the, the battery, basically you get down, and Craig Federici said, this thing will, because I know that when I get to 10% and I need more time, I go Wi-Fi off, Bluetooth off, screen brightness down, um, and I close a few apps. Yep. He said, this thing will pull levers you don't know exist. <laughs> so that tells me that it's going to do more than just those things. You know, that reminds me of the pilot who says, you know what, we're late, we're late leaving but I'm going to go as fast as I can to make up the time. Yeah, I'm like, Why don't you do that all the time? time. Yeah, that's a Jerry Seinfeld line. Why don't you just do that all the time? The, the better one there is he, he announces that you know we're heading somewhere. It's like, okay, okay, just take me where it take says, where it on, says the on the ticket. Yeah. That's good. Uh, well, let's move on to Apple Watch then, shall we? And this was an interesting one for me. This was, I think, one of the better announcements of the, of the morning. And, was, and strategically, uh, very important. Yeah, well, you've got to remember, I think, people have to understand that, oh, yeah, there's already Apple Watch apps, mm-hmm. and but they're not native apps. They're running from your iPhone piped into via, via Bluetooth. And this is, to be honest, my biggest gripe with the watch yes. at the moment. I show it to people. I was at an event the other day and all it's random, not a tech thing. So yeah. people see it and they go, oh, what's that? Five people gather around. They're like, what is it? Yeah. You're showing us stuff. And it's like loading. <laughs> loading. you're not wearing the Apple Watch Trying, at the moment. Well, I was on that day. <laughs> loading, loading, loading. And it's, you know what? It's frustrating. Yeah. The apps. Well, because as we said before, the apps were all built apps before any of them had a watch. make or break it. Exactly and, right. But, but he, that's probably why there were no native apps. Because Apple didn't want a developer having an Apple Watch before mm. it was released. And look, they wanted the apps in the store on launch day, mm. but they weren't native apps. Now... Native apps means the app sits on the watch, so and less uses loading some of the time. Watches, watches compute power and, and things like that. But also the hardware as well. So it's going to use the heart rate monitor, the accelerometer, the digital crown, the button. And some examples they gave were terrific. One being a golfer, the Ping app mm. will tap into the accelerometer, so that it'll give you tell you the speed of your swing and the tempo of like your swing, the, like the Garmin. Yeah. Other devices do that already, but having that in, on board is great. The other one that impressed me was there's a I think there was an app for smart home lighting, mm. and you can turn the digital crown to dim the lights in your house mm. using mm. this app. They're just two examples of how the native apps are really going to change the way people look at this rather than it being a glorified message and email indicator. Mm. Uh, this is really going to change the game a bit. And for people like yourself who were a bit meh you know, at the start of the Apple Watch when it was released, this could be the kick, this the second me, wave. I've been asked twice in the last two days, you know, should I buy one? I've said... The first bloke was, he just wanted it to, for notifications. In fact, he said he's not allowed to use his phone at work. Ooh. It's got to be in his pocket. So, really? Yeah. Where does he work? In the, uh, look, in the military? In, in the driving um, uh, uh, field. Okay. Um, and, and, and so he just said, I just want to be able to see who's texting. 
I just yeah. want to be able to see it. Or who's calling? Yeah. yeah, I just want to be able to see that information. And the second well, person, yeah, you can see who's calling in the car though. Or well, he can't have his car paired. Let's say he's, he's not, a limo. He's, he's your limo driver. driver, isn't let's he? Let's say he's not the driver. He's your limo let's driver. Let's say he's more of an instructor style person. Ah, I just understand. So, yes. so, and the other, the second one, you know, wanted just wanted the watch, and I said, look, I'm going to say hold off. I'm just going to mm. say hold off three to six months, and when we have these new apps yeah. come out, I think it will be. A hundredfold better than what it yeah. is today. Not it's the and I've said before, it's the best smartphone, smartwatch on the market. Absolutely, but it can be yeah. better. And yeah. and this is good. So Apple Watch operating system two, two. Oh, it's a stupid because you can't two. call it uh, you can't call it watch version two. It's not a new watch. It's just yeah. a software. It's watch so OS. Yeah, they need it. Watch OS two. But yeah. uh, but you've got to be impressed though. It's only been out six weeks. They're already talking about version two. Of the software, they have to. That's pretty good. I think they have to. Yeah, I think it's critical to success. By the time this comes out, it'll be. It won't be for another four or five months before we see this. Will it? Uh, well, I think before Christmas. It has yeah. to come out before Christmas yeah. so that the watch becomes a viable. I gift. quite like. I quite like the uh, the new watch faces. Are pretty cool. You watch can, faces you based use, on photos. Yeah, that's, having that's your nice. photos in your yeah. watch are a complete waste of time. Absolutely. But yeah. now I can make a watch face based on it. Brilliant. Yes, I like the. Uh, I like time travel. That's a smart feature. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was my Time favorite tweet of the morning. Yes. It's like, oh, finally. Back to the future. But what what, um, what this allows you to do is you, you turn the digital crown so that the time moves forward in the day. So you can kind of see what your day so looks like, what, what it's looking like. Time isn't actually moving forward. <laughs> no, people. it's not. But, but on your on watch, watch, it is. So let's say the two two examples you give is um, is the temperature and maybe the if you've got an electric car, the charge, if it's plugged in. Yeah. So you scroll forward and you go, oh, How in two hours, yeah, it'll yeah. be fully charged. Or it'll be 20 degrees. what will the weather be like where I'm going or yep. what will the time be in another city when I'm here and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So. It'll handy, and then you know, the impressor, the digital crown, gives you back to the normal yeah, time so again. The nightstand mode, I think that's a cool one. The nightstand mode. So if you're charging it overnight, uh, it does go into this nightstand mode. So it's sitting on its side, so it turns into a little because they digital alarm clock. That their watch is just sitting there on their side and trying to be charged because it's a really awkward thing to charge if you yes. don't have a stand for. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing, but in, in the end, I'd, but, but what I happens recommend to, we get a stand. The digital crown and the contact button then become actual like the snooze button oh and the alarm Lord. button. So that's handy, mate. It's handy. Uh, the other ones I like are replying to emails. That was a cool one. And adding more friends. I don't know about you, I've been mate, out of but I've, page got, I've got more than twelve friends <laughs> with Apple Watches. <laughs> well, you don't know. On a, you know how you can only put your favourites in there. So you can only and you've I've made only, I've you've only made got three my favorites. shortlist. You've made my shortlist. Yes, made you're mine. on mine. Did I make yours? Uh, well, seeing yeah. you only got three friends, I'd like to think I made <laughs> yeah. it. But uh, there you are. Look, there you go. Oh, geez, you're on there. The photo too. Well, Cheers. mate, that's the photo that's with my. Con- Do you want to take a new one tonight? <laughs> of you? Can we? Because I'll take a new one. I'll update it. All right. Yeah. Look, but, I mean, uh, yeah. the, so WatchOS 2 is important and it's coming soon. But really, Stephen, the big announcement. Yes. And this, let me tell you the most interesting thing. They chose to use the term one more thing again. And yeah. I question that now, yeah. having seen it. Because I, I think the watch I say, though, when they use that thing. term, that was obviously Steve Jobs' signature. Totally. And one more thing back then, I've been going to WWDC for years, yeah. and it used to be, they used to be, they used to launch the new iPhone at Correct. this place, right? Yeah, sure. So when I, when I heard one more thing, and I knew, we all knew there was a music service coming, he hadn't totally. spoken about it yet, and hello, they're going to do it. Yeah. But that normally to me means hardware they're going to Correct. Talk about it, but anyway. Well, so t- I'm going to say it normally either means hardware or, or something big. Yeah. I- Apple Music is big, and we'll talk about it soon. Yeah. But I don't think it actually... This is going to crazy. I don't think it warranted a one more thing. Yeah, it should have been part of the show. I think it was just part well, of the show. I think it devalued the one more thing. Yeah. Honestly. I think... You know, that, that's that's ridiculous fanboy-style stuff. Yeah. But I think it devalued the one more thing. But I think to put it into context, though, I think, well, you've got to remember, Apple bought Beats last year. Mm. 
And so the context is that really haven't they done paid much with it. Three billion dollars yeah. for a company that makes headphones and had a streaming music service, yeah. and is headed by a bunch of you know hip hop music yes. gurus, right? Jimmy Ivine, well, I don't know who they are, but they're yeah. they're very 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 yeah. important. They're connected in the dudes industry. in the music yeah. industry. Yeah. So they announced Apple Music. Now Apple Music is a Spotify competitor. I'm just going to that's the best yeah. way to summarise. Absolutely, it. Yeah. it is a subscription streaming music service for yeah. nine ninety nine in the US, which will be eleven ninety nine here, guaranteed. And, um, and they've got the family one, which is and that's, that's their big point of difference. Yeah. Two two points of difference, and for the me. three month free trial. Two point. Well, let's go three points of difference. Three month <laughs> trial. Uh, they have the ability if you've got family sharing set up. So our in my yes. my, my home, uh, Harrison, Jackson, yep. Victoria, Amanda, and Trevor all have accounts. Yep. Um, and we can all for if we pay so one everyone fee, will be listening to John Farnham one on fee of fifteen dollars. <laughs> um, we can all get access to uh, yep. streaming music services, and you smart. get individualized yes. results. So right now, people are getting Spotify, and they're just going put it on your phone, use my account, and I'm getting yeah. all this. But you can add music. you can add accounts though. You can Correct. add I think but for you, an extra six you, bucks per person. But you pay a lot more per person than yep. what Apple is offering. Yep. So that's a big deal. But really, for me. The depth of music. Uh, the Apple doesn't talk about their music library, well, but I've, I, I researched a bit. They, they say they've got 40-odd million. 30 million is what I'm reading. I've, 30, I've read 42 no, well, 30 million is what they're going to allow to stream. So this is the That's critical the difference, right? So I reckon there'll be artists. I reckon... If the you, Beatles you, aren't there, no, this is crap. I don't think they're, they're going to be And, I, I and neither will ACDC. I think they're all sort of pretty Taylor special. Swift. Taylor Swift will say, nah. And so this so completely devalues the service. It. Yeah, totally right. Completely devalues but, the look, service. But, but hang on. But then, but there's no Beatles on Spotify. There's no Beatles on RDO. There's but, no ACDC there either. But my point so it's is, the leveler. It's it's going to keep things level. It keeps them level, but it doesn't put Apple ahead. No, and, and that's and, their biggest problem. And I've written a, I've written a blog on Tech Guide today about just my thoughts on everyone's thinking. You know that Mark Twain quote. You know, reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Yeah. That famous Mark Twain quote. I kind of use that line where everyone was thinking, everyone was starting to write obituaries for Spotify. Mm. I don't no think way. that's the case at all. And, and I'm thinking Spotify that Spotify will boom it, as it's, a result. It's, but they've been around for a while. They've they've got great curation. They're, they're, the app looks great. They've introduced new new features. You know, with the running and all that sort of stuff now. They're putting um, podcasts in there for Christ's sake. And no, and they're really they, they've been at it a while. And it's not like when, when Apple brought out the iPhone, the iPad, the you know the original iPod. It was a revolution hmm. because there was nothing else like yeah. it. Apple Music, there is something else like it. So yeah. don't. It's not going to be the tsunami this that knocks everything else out. This is an acceptance that people aren't buying music as much as they used to. Yeah. Therefore, it's a revenue stream that's slowing down, yeah. and Apple needs to be so in the well, streaming game. Well, that's a good point because iTunes is still a powerhouse, right? Absolutely. And, and it's Name still, me one other place still, you buy well, music no, from. Well, Google, Google Music or whatever. Well but, done. Yeah, Name but, another. No, no, but I'm saying no, I agree with you. But yeah. iTunes is the powerhouse, and no, yeah. the, you know what? When, find me one person's ever bought a song from Google Play Music. Yeah, I know. not many. Yeah, right. But like, but when they're I, the powerhouse, and I, I watched, I watched again just for sort of research on my blog I did today. Steve Jobs introducing the iPod back in 2001, yeah, talking yeah. about how music is universal yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's never going to go out of style. And he's right. Right, he was right then, and he's right, and he's right now. But back then, the download-to-own model was all we had. That's and it, all it offered was a better, slightly better value, not a lot better value. Like mm. instead of paying 20 bucks, you pay 16 bucks for a, a, an album. But now with this streaming, all-you-can-eat model, yeah, it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. The question of can the artists make money has yet to be answered. The question of you know are people willing mm. to subscribe or have another subscription service is yet yeah. to fully be answered. 
But let me tell you this. So I see nothing to do with Beats in there. That's just it's just they've used some leverage out of the Beats announcement. They are selling headphones, and that's a good part yeah. of it. Oh, I think they make good stuff. Yeah. Their announcement of a global radio station, twenty four seven global radio station. Can we get a tech station. show on, mate? Well, why don't we ask? Maybe two blokes. It's, on. it's hosted out of New York, L.A., yeah, and London. And London yeah. Hello. <laughs> what about the middle part of the world? Right? Like a, I don't care. What about us? Yeah, Sydney, Melbourne, maybe China. I mean, come on. What's, yeah. They've missed a whole part of the world for yeah, a start. I Secondly, it's, it's not designed for you and me, though, mate. But, it's designed for the you know our kids, the it's millennials for a who are, that don't you know, listen to radio. Well, this and, might mate, bring them back to the fold. And, and here's the other thing: it's a confusing message. They came out on stage and said algorithms suck. And and and, human, and, and human computers can't aggregation. predict music. Yeah, yeah. Yet iTunes Radio still exists. Yeah. Um, their, their streaming music service and will Spotify predict do music. A good job. I don't know how they do it. But Spotify and, do and a good then job. they announce one radio station that's gonna gonna provide you yeah. know that that music rhythm and beat you want. Yeah. I mean, I just think this is their way of saying, yeah, sure, Dre, Drakey, whoever the hell you people are, <laughs> why don't you have your own radio station? We'll give you a billion. It's called dollars Beats more. One. We'll call it Beats One, and you can do whatever yeah. the hell you want. Just don't bother us well, anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't come out till June thirty, so time will tell how successful it is. But one other thing that they've included with Apple Music is Apple Music Connect. With uh, and when I heard this, I had a really sharp sense of deja vu. Did I? Because um, there was a little service called Ping, Ping that was introduced in two thousand and ten. About as popular as a Facebook poke. Well, you know exactly right. And and what happened back then? It was a way for you to share what you're listening to, listen to, like, hear, like, interact yeah. with the artists. And don't forget, though, the artists who were, oh, yeah, we're going to get on a ping because it's on iTunes. And hello, iTunes is where they make their money. So, of course, they're going to be on it. Yeah. But even still, it still wasn't a success. One of the reasons mm. why was because it you couldn't share to Facebook. Facebook yep. was viewed as a competitor. But... What it's going to offer today with Apple Music Connect is backstage videos, photos, lyrics, but nothing you can't already get on that artist's Facebook page, YouTube. So I don't know. Is that I know Apple want to kind of have a one-stop shop for their people with their with their music Snapchat. needs. So. I, I just, think, uh, I just think it's a silly, silly waste of their time and development money to try and create a social network within the music app. Yeah. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to keep people sticky to the app. They're trying to keep yeah. people in the app, but you can't change people's but also social keep habits. artists loyal to the app too, because the artists know. Artists, well, Apple, you the, know what? Artists know that the, the, they make probably more money out of iTunes than any other media. Would you say that's fair? Totally. Artists are thinking, okay, well, we're not going to bite the hand that feeds us here. We're going to support this because they're paying our bills. The the thing that the most interesting part of that is the artists, the smart thing they did was make it connect with the other services. So an artist can use whatever the back end is, and they yeah. can actually use post to this and Instagram post to Twitter, and Twitter, Facebook. Facebook yes, time. exactly yeah. right. They weren't going to make the same mistake twice. No, that's But right. it's also should be noted that Apple Music is going to not only work across all Apple products, it's also going to be offered for PCs and eventually Android. Android. That's yes. I've been saying, and, and I'm pretty sure if we go back through the archives, well, I've been saying iTunes should be on Android. I think this is a step towards that. I think well, when they why see... Why not? You think, why Why wouldn't they? They're half the they, world, if, more than half the world are using Android. If they're making streaming available on Android, why aren't... Just, it's, a, it's a click of a button to yeah. say, well, why don't you start buying music from us as well? Yeah, absolutely it's, right. It's DRM free. Yeah. I mean, seriously. So let me get it huge. clear, though. The, the iTunes download to own model will still exist. Absolutely. That, that's not going to go away. Correct. But the streaming option is coming June 30. Uh, Apple Music, as well as Apple Music Connect, and Trevor's favourite feature, Beats One, the worldwide radio station.
I mean, look, so. <laughs> I complained. I, I said to Apple when they launched iTunes Radio that it wasn't it wasn't very good radio. It shouldn't be called that. I mean, I'm a radio guy, so it's it's a bit bit of a bugbear. But, but but it's just a, went, it's just a series of songs one after the other. It's a series of songs there's one no, after the there's other. No and, announcer. And even if you listen to the iTunes top top twenty in the iTunes Radio, there is a you know number. There is someone announcing it, but it's really poorly done. You wouldn't let that go to air on radio. It's embarrassing. It's community radio. Mm. So I know Beats One is going to sound sensational. It's going oh, to be yeah. unbelievable. But it's hip but and cool, mate. But it's and again, again <coughs> you're suggesting it's not I'm meant not hip for, and cool. Well, it's not meant. That was like, proven on Tuesday yeah, morning exactly on the right. Channel Nine. Watching John Travolta's got nothing to worry about, mate. Okay, <laughs> let me just tell you. But it's not meant for you and me. It's, it's meant for our kids. I don't, I don't think it's you meant would for have our done any better. Okay. I, I got some moves. Don't you worry got some that. moves, and you would have moves, thrown them out there on national. If TV, I'm on Studio you? Ten next time, they want me to dance. Uh, I reckon I'll do a lot better job than you did. I've got to okay. say, right. the poking fingers that did it for me. I said that'll do me <laughs> with the poking fingers. Who was doing the uh, little the wiggles moves? Go on for three minutes. <laughs> anyway, two blokes talking tech episode 212. Uh, we have covered everything that you need to know. There was a lot more, but everything you need to know from WWDC. And if you want to know more and read more, everything is covered by a range of stories. That Techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au. And uh, don't forget the Arlo range of smart home security cameras. These are 100% wire-free HD cameras. So what that means is batteries... And Wi-Fi, they connect to a, to a small router that comes with it. That connects to your to your home modem and, and Wi-Fi network, and allows you. I'm sitting here in Stephen's office. I can now look at my Arlo smart home cameras at home. I can see if my wife's sitting in my chair in my office, and if she's trying to you know hack into my computer. And uh, doesn't she hate it when I when I get an alert when I'm not home? Then she's been in my office, and I ring her and say, "What are you doing?" Because I'm monitoring everything that goes on there. Because I can do it. It's wire-free. The batteries on the on the cameras last months and months and months, and they're very easy to use because every action, every um, motion that it detects within periods that you, you want it monitored is uploaded to the cloud so you can view it straight away. Arlo, A-R-L-O, the Arlo range of smart home security cameras from Netgear. Check them out at netgear.com.au. And I think we should mention uh, another brand apart from Apple in this podcast. Yeah, why not? Why don't we talk about Samsung? Oh, that's a good, and, good second uh, They've choice. just released a new, <laughs> a new range of Galaxy Tab A uh, Android devices, and I have to say they're pretty good. Do you, do you remember the Do you remember the eight inch tablet they introduced about? I think it was two years ago that had the pen. I think it was called the Tab Eight. Right. And it had the S Pen. I'm going to say no. Real, it was a I'm really not going to nice, lie to you, Stephen. Well, it, it was an eight inch tablet. It was somewhere real, in It was really nice. No, it's not in there. It was really nice. And it, uh, what they've done is introduced this. It reminds me of that. And there's two sizes eight inch, 9.7 inch. Uh, and it does come with the option of uh, the S Pen or not. It comes in two colors as well black or white. And you can include the S Pen. But this is a tablet that's designed to be used by anybody. So it can be used by a student, it can be used by an on the go professional business use and if you have uh, family members you can also set up multiple accounts so that you can have your own account set up with your own apps your wife can have it kids can have it there's also a kids zone so if you're at a cafe you're handing it off to a child in the cafe they're not going to stuff up anything else on the tablet they can only play in their own little zone uh, it's going to be available in well, it's available now in Wi-Fi as well as 4G starts at 299 that's for the smallest the 8 inch Wi-Fi only and if you want the S Pen uh, that's going to be extra of course that starts at 349 and uh, I, I note here that the only uh, if you want to have the S Pen 
uh, but you don't like don't like black or charcoal as I describe it, uh, you got no choice. The the S Pen only comes with the charcoal model. That's, so if you want the white version, it's discriminatory is what I call that. <laughs> if you want a white tablet with an S Pen, well, you have to may have to buy that separately as a spare part or something. And it'd probably be a charcoal. Something. Color. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, but anyway, that was a small little observation about this. But Stephen uh, they has are available dug now. Deep into the details for you. They are people. available right now. Uh, the Galaxy Tab A is available at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, Stephen, before I tell you about the watch I'm wearing, I, I need to bring you breaking news. This email would have come to you also. Okay. And I, I find it to be very interesting timing from the good people at Spotify. Um, because, you know, Apple's just announced Apple Music, but yet two days later they put out a, a, a press release saying um, we've reached 10 million paying subscribers and 40 million active users. Impressive. Um, uh, to, uh, there's some numbers here that says they've paid more than $3 billion in royalties. Um, and they also lay out some of the one the payouts per artist in, in graphs. This is really interesting. Obviously, this will be on techguide.com.au yes. tomorrow, I would suspect. But Absolutely. Um, very interesting that Spotify has gone straight on the offensive with, with data, well, information, they had and, to, and I think they had I to. I think they had to. I think this is very smart. I look at it and go, good work, Spotify. It was interesting, though, the um, the, the CEO, Daniel Ek, who, mm. who was the, the founder of, C, uh, of Spotify, his reaction on Twitter, which he later deleted, was, uh, okay... And it was a little bit cryptic. Did you see that? Yeah, no, I didn't see that. And what what like I wrote in my blog, I said, was that was that interpreted as being, yeah, who cares, or what the hell do we do now? Yeah, I, and I, I, I think if I'd have seen it, I would have interpreted it as, yeah, so whatever. So what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it wasn't. Let's. I don't want to harp on it, but it wasn't revolutionary. Yeah. Nothing they announced was revolutionary. Yeah. Well, it's anyway. good, good to see that Spotify. Are, are, you know, letting people know their credentials. Stephen will break down the, the data from Spotify, and that's breaking news here on Two Bucks Talking Tech. Absolutely. God, I love the way we, we're bringing you the news first. <laughs> um, now, I, I, we talked about the Apple Watch, and you mentioned I wasn't wearing because I'm, I'm wearing a, a Casio Edifice. Now, I, I, I love these watches. I've been wearing them for years, and every year, uh, Casio Edifice, which is their kind of premium range, brings out a Red Bull Racing Edition, Red Bull Racing being the Formula 1 team I'm a massive fan of. And how many have you got, mate? Uh, this, this is my number four. Yeah. Um, uh, this, that's just in the Red Bull thanks, Racing. Thanks to the great people at Casio. Yeah, good people, great people at Casio on the Edifice range, the the G Shocks, everything, and you can read all about them at eftm.com.au. Um, but interesting, right? This one, when I when I got it, I went, oh, yeah, beautiful, love it. It's rose gold and all this kind of stuff. But it's got a Bluetooth logo on the uh-huh. side, and I went, hang on a minute. So in the G Shocks, you can do music control and stuff, and I thought, I don't really want that in a mm. in a premium watch. This is a nine hundred ninety nine dollar watch, right? Whoa. Which again confirms to me that Apple watches aren't. Expensive. This is a watch that does yeah, nothing. And we but, said that at the time. We said that, right? that people are used to dropping thousands of dollars. Now this on is quite cool. It probably won't work here because I've not been connected all day. But what what it is is it's, it's a basic smartphone control. So what happens is because the watch has Bluetooth, it's connected to my um, to my smartphone, and I can do basic things like there's a second dial in the screen that it's world time, so I can choose which part of the world. Uh-huh. Is displayed on there. I can set the through, alarm through the phone. Yeah, so on the phone here. So there's an app on the phone. There's the an app on my, my smartphone. It's, it's connected app. via the low power Bluetooth, and I can go, okay, the world time, it's on Paris at the moment. I want it to be Los Angeles. Send that setting to the watch, and, and this little, little clock here will just you know change the time. Yeah, it's handy. Set, yeah. set yeah. the alarm, and it'll just set the alarm on here yeah. so you can see it there now. Yeah, it is so going. It's not. It's not a smartwatch. Yeah. In terms of smartwatches, this is a this is a. It's not a smartwatch, right? but it's a smart watch. And I like I mean. the fact that that this is the kind of technology that you'll find jumping into watches, and I think you'll find this on in other brands and that kind of stuff. Very cool watch. I've taken a bunch of photos, and it's nine ninety nine. If you love your Formula One, I've had lots of people ask me where you can get it. Uh, check it out at eftm.com.au. 
Moving right along really quickly, uh, the Telstra have introduced... Are you giving me the wind-up? Uh, no, I'm just looking at the time here, Trevor. I, I know that there's going to be people... He wants me out of his house. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, the Tel- Telstra have released a new home phone. Now, people are thinking, what home phone? People mm. still have those things? Of course they do. <laughs> yeah. but, My wife asked me for one the other day. She said, yeah, can we just get a yeah, phone, no. please? I had the same question. Whatever. I don't know what's a, what that's about. But there well, are, and, the fact and let's is, be clear, your, your wife and my wife don't know each other, so it's not like they're calling each other. That's right. That's right. Well, at least we don't think so. But anyway, I digress. Wow. But the uh, the home phone is obviously for Telstra still a big part of the business. Now, in all seriousness, uh, home phone is often uh, the place where uh, customers are targeted for scams. You get people the, calling. The window saying, scams, for example. Yeah, people calling saying, "Oh, look, I'm from Telstra, and you haven't paid your bill. If you don't pay your bill now, you're going to disc- be disconnected. Or uh, we've detected there's a virus on your computer. We need your credit card to improve it. Blah blah." So the 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 fact that people are vulnerable, customers are vulnerable mm. with the with uh, these telephone scams, and they're rising each year. So what they've done, they've released this new this new phone called the Call Guardian, and what it basically is is a home phone with an answering machine built in, and space for you to store one thousand contacts, numbers, and all things like that. Geez, I hope you can get them in from your smartphone. You wouldn't have to type them in, would you? Well, no, I don't think so, but. The point, the point of the product is that if the if the number is not in your contact list, they have to announce themselves. So, mm. oh, this is um, this is Stephen from uh, Budget Car Insurance calling, and then you the, you pick up the phone, and the phone will say call from Stephen from Budget, and then you get the choice to, to answer the call, reject the call, or send it to an answering machine. Now, the whole point of this is to avoid to detract scammers and nuisance calls. Like how many times a telemarketer has yeah. called you and you don't want to be talking to them, or someone trying to scam you are, are probably less likely to leave their name and, and contact details. Uh, so it's all designed to sort of help protect customers from scammers. Yep. And it, it is available now. There's and you can imagine, written... as soon as they call up and say, please please give us your name, they're just going to go boop, Yeah, exactly boop, right. Yeah, no, boop, I, I have included sound? some tips here. Yeah, do, do you reckon my kids will know what that sound means? What the, uh, like, the hang up? Probably not. No, but the old joke—the joke is—and I don't know if I played this on you, but I ever said if when you used to ring someone on a normal phone, I used to say, "Listen, do you know what the sound of a truck reversing is?" And then you hang up on them, and then they, <laughs> they get the uh, that. See, noise. when I was a kid, you'd ring up, you'd ring up a random number, say, "Is your fridge running?" And they say, <laughs> you better no. go catch it. <laughs> yes, it is. We better go and catch it." Oh yeah, you say, "Hi, is Mister Wall there?" And they go, "No." He's uh, Mister Wall there. No. Well, what's holding up your effing house? <laughs> oh, we're here. For, we're here every week. Here all week. Here every week. Don't forget to tip your yeah. waitress. Check but out anyway, the, uh, Telstra's um, uh, amazing uh, new featured uh, feature feature phone for home uh, at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And let's wrap it up in this extended. I, I don't have it. Uh, I'm, I'm in your studio, so I have no idea how long we've been going. But we've I feel been like going it's been for over. a while. But these will truly be one minute reviews. Okay. okay. Your dedication to you to your cause is amazing. Absolutely. So Stephen's minute reviews kicks off with the. Oh, I, I saw this at CS. I think it's fantastic. The uh, Sony 4K Action Cam. Yes, we're going the Action Cam first. I thought it was the Bose speakers, but anyway, that's your call. The Sony 4K Action <laughs> Cam. <laughs> My now bad. this now, and I had a terrific test test of the 4K Action Cam. I was driving a variety of cars, exotic cars, Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and this is obviously a GoPro competitor. And let's get it let's let's get it out there. This is a quality camera.
camera. 4K. Uh, it's, Sony it's don't a, muck about with cameras. Absolutely right. They do know their way around a camera. Couple of things with this though, it is there. There is a, a screen on the side. And it does take a little while to get to the menus, but once it's set up, it's great. And mm. the thing with it, 4K looks terrific. It claims it can record at 100 megabits per second, but there's no. I don't think any people can afford a memory card that that actually can record that fast. Oh, yeah. The micro SD card, uh, 4K. It's got um, it's got motion control on it, so it takes the shakes out of your video. Only works on. Full HD, not on 4K, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty compact. It comes with a waterproof housing. Uh, really, it's got it's got stereo sound as well that it can record. Really easy to place it uh, upside down or the right way up, and you can you can uh, tune that up in the settings. And Sony, they do know their way around the, of making a good camera. This 4K action cam. I don't think it's quite as good as a GoPro, but can still produce some pretty solid images, some great video in 4K. So worth checking out. It's priced at $599. And uh, the final uh, segment for the week, uh, which you were ready for a minute ago, my apologies, uh, a, a nice new little speaker from Bose. Yeah, well, Bose, you know, they, you know, we say Sony knows their way around a camera. Bose know their way around a speaker. Very, and, uh, very true. This is an update to an already excellent speaker, the SoundLink Mini 2. Now, this is a, quite a small speaker. It's only 18 centimeters wide, but it sounds like uh, the, the speaker's five times that size. It's got an amazing bass for a, for a, a, a device that small. The amount of air that it can push through the speaker mm-hmm. to produce that great sound is excellent. The other improvements to the Mini uh, 2 is the fact that it's got a longer battery life now, so it can last up to 10 hours, and it can also be used as a speakerphone. Oh. The last year's one, you couldn't answer calls. This year, you can answer your call. As soon as you hang up, music comes back straight away. And, of course, it's got the signature Bose high-quality audio, and it's available now, $299. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And that's a wrap, episode 212. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and thank you to uh, Stephen and his lovely family for accommodating me here in the Tech Guide <laughs> studio. Um, I'll let you put all the review units back uh, un- under where I'm sitting um, when I leave. Uh, yep. We'll be back again next week. You can follow Stephen on Twitter at Stephen Fennick with a PH. I'm on Twitter at Trevor Long. We always love to hear from you and your thoughts on the show and our complete gibbering uh, with the hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Talk to you next week, Stephen. Yes, you will. Thanks, Trevor. Your enthusiasm is over.